0: وأذن في الناس بالحج يأتوك رجالا وعلى كل ضامن يأتين من كل فج عميق ليشهدوا منافع لهم ويذكروا اسم الله في أيام معلومات على ما رزقهم من بهيمة الأنعام فكلوا منها وأطعموا البائس الفقير ثم ليقضوا تفثهم وليوفوا نذورهم وليطوفوا بالبيت العتيق ذلك ومن يعظم حرمات الله فهو خير له عند ربه وحلت لكم الأنعام إلا ما يتلى عليكم فاجتنبوا الرجس من الأوثان واجتنبوا قول الزور حنفاء لله غير مشركين به ومن يشرك بالله فكأنما خر من السماء فتخطفه الطير أو تهوي به الريح في مكان سحيق ذلك ومن يعظم شعائر الله فإنها من تقوى القلوب لكم فيها منافع إلى أجل مسمى ثُمَّ إِلَى الْبَيْتِ الْعَتِيقِ These are the ayat from Surah Al-Hajj where we are continuing from where we left off. And uh, the last ayah that was covered was ayah number 30. But This is the middle of a discussion, so we will uh, just give a background of what's going on. This is; the, These are the ayat wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is specifically speaking about uh, the A'mal of Hajj, the Manasik of Hajj and the Qurbani And this is such a uh, beautiful planning of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That when we are about to do our Qurbani tomorrow And today is the day when the Hujjaj and Arafah These are the exact same uh, days that we are covering these ayat Surah Al-Hajj in its entirety is not talking about Hajj Every single ayah is not about Hajj There are few ayat that are specifically talking about Hajj And the whole surah is named Hajj uh, and these are those very uh, same ayat. So it starts from ayah number 27, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing Ibrahim alayhi salam. And He says, وَأَذِنْ nas." Proclaim to the mankind. Make the adhan, make the proclamation, make the announcement uh, to the mankind of hajj, to fulfill this obligation of hajj. tu karijalan, People will be coming, insha'Allah. You have to make the effort. You have to make the effort of announcing it, inviting people. Uh, even though He was alone in the, in the valley of Makkah, on the Jabal Abu Qubais he stood and he made this proclamation and till the Day of Judgment people are responding to his call يَعْتُوكَ rijalan, they will come rijalan uh, walking on foot and ala they will come riding upon the lean camels such camels uh, that their hump of fat has dissolved because they have been coming from long distances without having access to food and water They are coming from every distant place, distant valleys. And why are they coming? مَنَافِعَ لَهُمْ So that they can come and they can experience things, see things that will benefit them. Okay. Okay. So these are the ayahs that we were talking about this is the uh, command of the, uh, Allah s.a.w. to Ibrahim a.s. make the proclamation among the people about the duty of hajj so hajj is very much strongly linked with Ibrahim a.s. just like Rasulullah s.a.w. would be the father figure for this ummah and azwaj al I have the role of the mother for this ummah they are the mothers of the believers so Ibrahim maqam is like the grandfather for this ummah that's why we say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad kama salli ta'ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim And Allah Ta'ala asks us repeatedly in the Quran to follow the millata abikum, Ibrahim Abikum, he is like your father, he is your grandfather, Ibrahim alayhi Salaam His dua for this ummah has been mentioned Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni lakum wa min dhurriyatina ummatan muslimatan lak From my progeny, o Allah, create a Muslim ummah So this ummah is a result of the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salam. And Allah Ta'ala says, just like a father and grandfather gives you the name when you're born Allah Ta'ala says that who uh, muslimin. Your grandfather Ibrahim alayhi salam, he is the one who gave you the name of a Muslim. So he is the same one uh, who made the announcement. Wa uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam was the builder of uh, both Kaabas uh, both qiblas: the Kaaba al-musharrafah in Makkah and the al Makhdis in Jerusalem with his son Ismail he built the Kaaba and with his son Ishaq he built a Bayt al-Maqdis both qiblas. One is the qibla of his progeny from Ishaq whose son was Ya'qub known as Israel and the twelve sons he had became the twelve tribes of the Bani Israel that was the Qibla Ula, the first Qibla and with his son Ismail he built the Kaaba, that is the Qibla Thaniya, the second Qibla. And our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was Nabiya al Qiblatayn. He, uh, he performed ibadah towards both qiblas. Here is the command, make a proclamation to the people of the Hajj. This is an obligation in our deen. In our deen there are not 500 pillars or 50 pillars, only 5 pillars. So each one is very significant. Of course Hajj is one of the 5 pillars. Islam is based on 5 pillars. Central pillar is and Allah the 4 Rasulullah. And then the 4 pillars in the corner. And then the 4 Ramadan and Bayt. Transition is obvious of those, right? al Bayt. istata'a ilayhi sabila is part of the Hadith. Whoever has ability to undertake the journey, physical as well as financial, to undertake the journey and take care of the family members behind. There are conditions for all ibadat, but one thing unique about Hajj is that wherever Allah mentions it, even in the Hadith in this case, the conditions for its wujub are mentioned because it is such a strenuous, such a difficult uh, exercise. Wherever Allah Taala is speaking about Som, there are conditions there. You must be healthy. Every single time you don't see that mentioned. Likewise for a Salah, uh, if a person is unconscious, he doesn't have to perform Salah. But it's not mentioned every time. Whereas when Hajj is mentioned, you see that. The obligation of Hajj, Allah has put upon the people for those who have the ability to undertake the journey. Because it is not an d- easy ibadah. It is a very difficult ibadah. There is a financial component and a physical component. It's muraqabun bain al ibadah wal maliyya. So over here, we see that Allah Ta'ala asked Ibrahim to make the announcement. They will come walking, they will come on the lean camels, uh, and they'll be coming from far distant valleys. This was covered already. This is just to give a background. That's why we're going faster. This was covered for those who remember. And then when they will come and they will observe many benefits. Worldly benefits as well as spiritual benefits. And means to witness. Right? You witness it. Like a shaheed is a witness, Shahid. So one is something that you hear about, you study about, oh, the seerah of Rasulullah and, and this is known as And then ثُمَّ لَتَرَوَنَّهَا Then you see with the eye of certainty. So when you go to Makkah and Medina, then you see physical things. You see, subhanallah, this is the Kaaba, this is the Maqam Ibrahim, the footstep of Ibrahim alayhi Allah has preserved His footstep and asked us to follow His footstep. And that's why He preserved His footstep. Fihi ayatun بَيَّنَاتٌ Maqamu Ibrahim, there and there are clear evidence signs like the footstep of Ibrahim alayhi salam. So Allah Ta'ala wants us to follow his footstep figuratively and literally both. Follow his footsteps the way he was submitting to Allah, you submit. And follow his footsteps literally the way he made the offer on the Kaaba, you make the offer on the Kaaba, the way he his wife made Sa'ib between Safa and Marwa, you also retrace the footsteps between Safa and Marwa, and the way he pelted the shaytan and his wife and his son, all three, in the big, middle, and small rajam of Rami of Jamarat, you also pelt. So retrace the footsteps, and there you go. What's the foot? What is the preserved item? The footstep. maqam Ibrahim. So when you go and you see that, and likewise, ziyarat al-Madina is part of. Uh, it's not technically a rukan of Hajj, but is a strongly recommended part of the Hajj. After the Hajj, we make the ziyarat of Rasulullah So what do you see? Li Hadu, you witness you witness this is the Qabr Rasul, this is the Mimbar of Rasul, the of Rasul, this is the Riyadh al-Jannah, this is the Baqi'ah. this is the Uhad Uhad didn't change, it's the same rock, you see the witness, you see, look, wow you're witnessing the rock and you're thinking, oh, this rock witnesses the battle this is the same Uhad that had witnessed the battle of Uhad and today we are witnessing that, uh, Subhanallah, mountain so if you see a Sahabi, you become like a Tabi'i, so this is like, this was a companion the only difference is not a human being, it's a, it's a mountain so you, this is, these are the thoughts that should go through our mind when we are witnessing these things. hadu witness because we cannot see it from here we can see an image of those things, Google images but Google images is not a reality so all of those things are becoming a living reality it's not a figment of imagination, it's not historical fiction it's non-fiction it's actual haqq, it's reality this, it was a historical figure, Muhammad did exist he was born in Mecca and he passed away in Medina and you see that reality It becomes a a uh, for you when you witness these things and then then wayahtakrismullah and then you take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi ayyamin ma'lumatin taking the name of Allah is happening here we just said allahu akbar allahu akbar la ilaha illallah ilaha, allah akbar allah walilhamd and those who are in hajj they are also reciting the names of Allah the the praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then when you say Bismillahi allahu akbar allahumma minka wa ilayka the name of allah bismillah allahu akbar allah is the greatest Allahum minka this animal came from you wa ilayka and we and we give it back to you o allah this is when we say that alama razaqahum min an'am on uh, the grazing beasts of sacrifice allah ta'ala has granted us we take his name when we slaughter them fakuloo minha so allah has permitted for us to eat from it wa at'imul ba'is al-faqir and to uh, also feed the afflicted ones the indigent poor al-faqir so this sacrifice occurs in which days On the 10th day of Zul-Hijjah In Hajj uh, Then they, after completing the Hajj pilgr- uh, pilgrimage rituals They uh, remove uh, their unwanted hair And they clean themselves And they beautify themselves They take the ghusl and shave their heads Rasulullah said المحلقين, The mercy of Allah on those who shave their heads الله, What about those who trim? Three times he made dua for those who Shave their head, and one time you made du'a for those who trimmed their hair, and then uh, they fulfill their vows, and then they make the tawaf al atiq, the ancient house. So the tawaf of the ancient house, this which tawaf is this, is the tawaf al ifada, or also known as tawaf al ziyara. This is the rukun of Hajj. Hajj has a lot of different practices from beginning till end, but there are only two things which are the arkan, non-negotiable. You cannot miss it. If you miss it, the whole journey is void. What are those two? One is وقوف of arafa, and one is Tawaf of These two things cannot be missed. Whether a woman is in her haydh and she has to do it afterwards, whether someone is sick and they cannot do it, uh, a maximum w- along with the penalty and dumb and sacrifice, they can delay it, but no one can miss it. I mean, if they miss it, the hajj is incomplete. Other things, there are ways to work around it, but these two we cannot. وقوف of arafah and Tawaf al ziyara, also known as Tawaf Ifada. There's Tawaf al-Qudum, there's Tawaf, welcoming Tawaf, Tawaf al tahiyya Nafal Tawaf, Tawaf al wadaa Tawaf al umrah We can work around those, but not the Tawaf al-Ziyarah, there's no way So this is the wal-yatawaf, it's an Amar command They must circle around, Bilbayt al-Atiq, the ancient house This house is very ancient The place is so ancient, Kaaba means to, Kaab means to protrude, like the ankle bone protrudes Sticking out so when this earth was uh, created, the first piece of earth that stuck out over the ocean was where the Kaaba is. And from there it spread. The earth spread. And it was one single continent, as the geologists also confirmed. And then through uh, the different fault lines and the different, subhanallah, earthquakes that took place, then it all spread apart. The puzzle was broken. That's why when you look at the continents, they look like pieces of a puzzle. So you have your South America, Brazil, uh, you know, uh, on the eastern side of South American continent, it fits nicely into... West Africa, just like puzzle pieces. And North America goes into Europe. It all comes together. So, it was one continent. And it was one continent and the Kaaba was the center. That also solved another problem, that when you have a globe, a spherical shape, then, you know, how do you say Kaaba is the center of the world? Because any particular point could be a center. Not any particular point on the equator, but any point, point in any latitude, any longitude could be uh, Consider the center of the globe because you know which one which way you want to look at it It's like you have an orange. Where's the circle? You take an orange ask the child point me the circle center of the orange Which one is the center? Three-dimensional, right? So if it was one circle on a piece of paper, yeah, you can find the middle point From there you have your radius But if it's a glo- it's a orange. How are you gonna find the middle point? So that's why it's important to know that when you say the Kaaba is the center, it is because it was used to be one, one continent. Hmm. Anyway, that's a it's an interesting side point. But the reason I mentioned, remember that is al atiq. Hmm? It is the ancient house. So that's how ancient it goes. So ancient that it's the first place that uh, from which popped up over the surface of the ocean, and from there the entire earth spread. So. Uh, and uh, Allah Ta'ala uses the word awwal the first place uh, that was erected uh, for the worship of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala is in the pl- land, uh, valley of Bakkah, which is the ancient name of Makkah Mubarakan is a place of Barakah Wahudan is a place of guidance Lil'alamin for the worlds So this is directly That piece of earth Is directly linked with the Baytul al-Ma'mur Which is linked with the Arsh and the Kursi And linked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So the Rahmat and Barakat They descend upon the Kaaba And then from there uh, They are uh, all the Like the Masajid The mihrabs are Like the dish They are focused And directed towards the Kaaba So they catch the signal From the Kaaba And they bring the Barakah and Hidayah And then if our houses are in our persons, our beings, our own existence, if we are connected to the masjid, then we are in the network. And if you're not connected to the masjid, we're out of the network. So our house should be connected to the masjid, the masjid is connected to the Kaaba, the Kaaba is connected to Baitul Mamur, connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's why all the mihrabs of the world are focused towards the Kaaba. So we circle around it, when we circle around it, we get charged. Spiritually we are getting charged, our ruh is getting charged by circling the Kaaba, the source of baraka and hidaya for the entire world. It's so ancient It's before. By the way, Ibrahim did not build the Kaaba, he rebuilt the Kaaba. Uh, Adam Islam, the Kaaba is there from the time of Adam Islam, from the time of the angels they are demarcated for Adam al Islam. he built it that's what Allah Ta'ala says yarfu Ibrahim? Al min al when remember when Ibrahim Salam and Ismail Salam they re-erected re- they brought it back the Kaaba on the foundation al-qawaid were already there so what happens if there's a house that it gets demolished as in this case in the, with the flood of Nuh Salam? then the walls go, and the roof falls, and it's gone. And, it's, and it's, um, it goes away with the passage of time. But unless you go down deep and remove the foundation, the foundation will remain. It's like when you cut a tree. You know. There's two options. You just cut the tree and, and, and get a cheaper job, or you. Stump removal. You go down, you have to rent the special machine that it completely decimates and, and uh, shatters and uh, pulverizes the the roots till the end and makes it into dust so until then you'll still have the roots likewise when a building falls you still have the foundation so al-qawaid, the foundations remained on the existing, pre-existing foundations the walls were re-erected so, again why am I talking about this, where is this coming from, al-Atiq it's ancient, that's how ancient it is, before Ibrahim, from the time of Adam all the anbiya made tawaf and made hajj in their respective ways that's how ancient this place is then Allah Ta'ala says um uh, this is a new ayah number 30 zalika waman yu'azzim hurumatillah that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded all of this zalik waman yu'azzim hurumatillah whoever honors azzama yu'azzimu ta'zim whoever is azzim and honors uh hurumatillah the secret rights of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala fa huwa khayrun lahu 'inda rabbi this is best for him in with Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala It's best for him in this dunya best for him in the akhirah so honoring the sacred rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honoring it by fulfilling His commands, honoring it by avoiding His prohibitions honoring it by uh, regarding it to be important and inviting towards it instead of disregarding it and saying it's not a big deal this falls under ta'zeem of haramatullah and then Allah Ta'ala says وَحِلَّتْ لَكُمُ إِلَّا مَا عَلَيْكُمْ Allah has made the flesh of uh, these animals. An'am are the animals that are raised. They're not the uh, wild animals. The an'am are the domesticated animals. Uh, the, so that's why he's translated here as cattle. But it's not only cattle, sheep, chicken, goats. They're all an'am. إِلَّا مَا عَلَيْكُمْ Except that which is recited to you in the Quran is forbidden. Which ones from the an'am are forbidden? If it dies a natural death. Uh, if it is died, Allah Taala says, animal which is not ritually slaughtered is haram." And if in, if you take a cow, which is, or a camel, or goat, sheep, chicken, and you slaughter it for the name of other than Allah. Wal dies by strangulation, while it falls off of a mountain and dies. When Natiha the two goats are fighting and one pierces the other goat and kills it with his horn. some wild animal catches it and kills it and leaves it. It's hunted like a lion, hyena cheetah, predator animal, attacks a, uh, a deer, brings it down antelope, eats some part of it, and then leaves it.., the animals which are slaughtered on the, uh, in the altars of the idols. right So. And also, Allah اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ "Do not eat from the meat upon which the name of Allah is not taken." So, therefore, the meat—you say that hey, this is a goat, this is chicken, this is um, Subhanallah cow—it's halal. But Allah Taala says that there are many of these halal animals which are haram. See, look at the exception here. All of these animals, this cattle, this goat, sheep, chicken are halal for you, illa except for among the halal animals, there could be haram for you to consume. The animal is halal but it's haram for you to consume it because it did not die and was not killed in the proper manner. Just because the animal is halal doesn't mean it's halal to consume unless it was killed in the, slaughtered and sacrificed in the proper manner. So shun, stay away, ishtinab, avoid, ritsa. Ritsa means um, uh, the evil of idol worship and stay away from false words. Qawla zoor it means false testimony, false beliefs, false aqaid, anything contrary to the reality. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa one time was sitting back and then he said ala bi kabair he got up in, in very uh, in a passionate manner, he said should I not inform you what is the most major of the major sins? Allah shahadat azoor, ala shahadat azoor, ala shahadat it is false testimony, false testimony, false testimony so just for paltry, worldly gain there are people who are ready to take the name of Allah and swear and we see that all the time in reconciliation and different meetings and husband-and-wife fighting and all of that they say Wallahi I swear to God this is exactly what happened and the other one says Wallahi they are lying this is exactly what happened and then I say I don't know one thing but I can say Wallahi one of you is cursed right now because both of you are lying about this unless you make Tawbah right away try to knock sense into them it's a harsh thing to say but why am I saying it harshly because I want to save them right make Tawbah because if you make Tawbah wa ta'ibu min adambi the one who repents from a sin is like the one who never committed it. So one of you is cursed right here, right now is mal'oon. Which one is it? Allah knows. I'm not here to judge. But why are you both swearing about the same matter in opposite? So this is called shahadat az-zur This is called false lying, a false testimony. Wajtanibu qawla zur I had a very big dictionary on my table. It was a uh, Al English Arabic dictionary. Big, thick one. It had a nice cover. So while I was discussing it, the two people on the table, they both grabbed it. They both put their hand on it. They thought it was a mashallah, big tafsir. And they said, Wallah, well, I don't think we swear on the Quran. <laughs> but they were swearing on my dictionary. <laughs> so we. Um, so uh, but you know their intention was Quran so did, do you have to physically put your hand on a, on a book you don't you just say Wallahi l you don't need any book you don't need a so the fact that the dictionary does not make the the oath void still applicable Astaghfirullah. okay so, so Allah Ta'ala says Wash tanibu Shun speaking false. Why is lying is like it's considered an art science People are so proud, like, "Wow, I'm such a great liar, such an expert liar." In fact, they mock people. They say that they, you know they can't lie. I spoke about this before, right? This is one of my pet peeves, huh? American. Kids can't. Ah, American kids so masoom, hote. right? So the American kids, these youngsters, they're so innocent. They don't even know how to lie because it's entrenched in our culture from the childhood. You got to. And then you're not lying to save your life. You're lying for just getting a discount on vegetables. You're lying for bargaining. You're lying to everyone. You're lying to the rickshaw. You're lying to this one, Otto. You're lying about this fare. You're lying about what time you came to school. You're lying about your job. You're lying about your biodata. You're lying in the marriage proposal. You're lying in job application. You're lying in every aspect of life is immersion, submersion in lies the whole thing is lies so much deception so much lies you can by default like someone saying something you're like okay this must be a lie let's see perhaps is the truth pretty much the standard is lying and then the truth is the exception that's how bad it is so watch ibu qawl avoid this nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that uh, you know inna rajula layak subhanallah inna sidri yahdi jannah speaking the truth leads towards no inna sidri yahdi albir speaking the truth leads towards righteousness and righteousness leads towards Jannah. Speaking the truth, you continue speaking the truth until you are guaranteed as a truthful person, he will enter Jannah. Lying leads towards disobedience of Allah, and disobedience leads towards Jahannam. And a person in a a person continues to lie until the book of Allah he is branded this is a kadhab once he is branded as kathab, you'll enter Jahannam. alal <speaking in the Quran> So people when they're reading the Qur'an and they're lying and they read this ayah, they're cursing themselves. <speaking in> the said, Rubaqari in Lil Qur'an. How many people are reading the Quran? They're making tilawa Qur'anu and then they're invoking curse upon themselves. So a person is engaged in lying. He's lying to his wife where he was, he's lying to his uh, some of the wife is lying to the husband who she's talking to. Everyone is lying out there employee to the employer all these lies that I see right perhaps I see more lies than you do because this is the nature of my job like if you ask your physician he will tell you, oh my god this is what's happening all oh, these gunshot wounds, there's, uh, there's gun- gang warfare, there's uh, so many heart attacks there's so many things but if you're living your life do your IT job go home you don't see that right so like that so there's a lot of lies in society uh, we see that so all of these lies subhanallah a person is lying then he says Ala and he ends up cursing himself. This is a hadith, So we have to, we have to regard it as haram. It's a, it's a major haram for ourselves and we have to train our children. No matter what happens, you don't lie. In fact, there are so many commands and there are so many prohibitions, so many do's, so many don'ts. That's why our Messiah were asked that for the tarbiyah of children, you know, where do we focus, where do we start? So, they concluded that from all the wamir focus on one command, from all the nawahi prohibitions focus on one, and everything else will fall into place. From all the commands focus on salah, and all the prohibitions focus on lying. That's it. Then that's, you're good to go. Because if you work on salah, that includes sahara, that includes discipline, that includes time management, that includes remembering Allah five times a day, that includes uh, the tajweed, that includes Quran, includes all of the uh, recognition of Allah, ma'rifat of Allah, who are you praying to? All of that is included within salah. And lying, uh, this is a one prohibition. Because it's, not, it's interesting, it's not shirk or something else. Because shirk, you already take care of shirk when you perform salah. You're not praying to an idol, you're praying to Allah Wahdahu, La <laughs> Lying is a problem because of all the akhlaqi problems, all the issues that happen is when there is lack of trust, lack of communication with the parents So uh, you're gonna make mistakes for sure but when you do, don't lie about it If you start lying about it, start deceiving your parents and teachers and elders start deceiving your colleagues and partners and business partners and spouses and children, and whoever you're deceiving then you are digging your own grave and pit in hell so therefore don't lie you know you can make a mistake What Adam and Hawa our father and mother said anfusana. don't justify it like Iblis did make up some lies and say khalaqtani minna, khalaqtani and this and that moreover shun speaking any false word qawla next one hanif hanifa plural this means to turn away from all batil inni wajah fatara samawati wa ma ana minal. Mushrikin. This is the one statement of who Ibrahim a. When he was a baby, when he's a young boy, when he saw all the the stars, the sun, the moon, and he declared that none of them are Allah, and because they are all being destroyed and being overtaken. So at the end, when he when he went through this process, he never committed shirk. He was going through this process for the sake of the audience. And when he reached the conclusion that there is an originator of the universe who is the creator of the sun and the moon. The, and he is the creator of everything in existence, then he made that statement. We may have heard the statement, we may know the statement, we may have learned it, we may have memorized it. What is that statement? It's an ayah. Inni Fatara, Samawati, Wal Arda, Hanifan, ana Minal So this is where the word hanif comes from. The word Muslim comes from Ibrahim alayhi salam, the word hanif comes from him too. So what does it mean? Inni wajtu, where I have turned my face away from all of this batil religions and Adyan and aqaid and beliefs and practices inni wajahtu wajihah my face I've turned it away to who words whom I've dedicated Lilladi to that being fatara <inaudible> samawat not khalaqa <inaudible> only but also fatara <inaudible> additional meaning not only created but originated fatir <inaudible> is the one who created without a blueprint without a design and he brought it into existence from the state of non-existence without any raw material alright so you could you could create something but you cannot be a fatir of something because you take existing material and synthesize it and create something new you take ingredients to create the meal you take the brick and mortar to create the building uh, you cannot uh, just snap your fingers and it comes into existence right? so this is fatara fatara samawati wal ard who is the originator of the heavens and the earth ma ana hanifan so hanifan means al-ma'il anil al kulliha إل الله, the one who turns away from all the false religion and focuses towards Allah that's the complete meaning of the word Hanif there's a name right we have Hanif Bhai or Hanif brother Hanif so that's what Hanif means Hanafa lillah uh, so we should be how we translated here be, being ever upright of heart towards God but actually I'm not sure what that actually means what the reality of Hanif is كلية, turning away from all the false religions and focusing towards Allah. That's the actual meaning of Hanif. without associating any partners unto Him. O and whoever does assign a partner to Allah, fakanna sama, is like the one who fell down from the skies. Then the birds are snatching him midair into pieces. the wind blows away to a far off place. What's happening here is that Tawhid. And oneness of Allah, and believing in the oneness of Allah is a very high pedestal. It's high maqam. maqam, maqam the station of the, those who are in tawheed. And when he um, starts doing shirk, uh, then it's like he's fallen from there. This is an parable, the example. He falls down. He falls down from that high lofty pedestal maqam that Allah had given him. And, لَقَدْ he is in the the best creation of Allah He's is Karamna Bani Adam, Allah has honored Bani Adam and Ashraf al but he falls, he falls down he falls down he says I give up Tawheed, he falls down ثُمَّ رَدَدْنَاهُ he goes far down and when he's coming falling down the birds are snatching him into pieces or the uh, shaitanic wind takes him away to a far-off place and he falls down dead uh, the higher uh, uh, he uh, he's falling from, the uh, the worse the fall will be. All of this Allah has commanded, and whosoever uh, whosoever honors the prescribed rituals and the way marks of God. What this is, Sha'air Allah means the symbols of the deen. Unique symbols of the deen are called shahir, that they stand out. Um, they uh, are a, like the minara, the Mus'haf, the Quran, um, the Kaaba. These are unique symbols, characteristics of the Deen of Islam. They are called shair Allah, Safa and Marwa. Inna Safa al-Marwa ta min Allah, Safa and Marwa from the Sha'air of Allah. min al It is indeed out of the fear of Allah in their hearts. This is the one ayah which is a general principle, uh, general um, evidence for showing respect to all Islamic rituals and practices and symbols of the deen. So uh, the Masjid is the shahir of Allah for sure because the Masjid belong to Allah. Uh, so when we, we talk about like respect the Quran some people say, well, you know, what's the Dalil? If the Quran falls down, you pick it up. Or if you kiss the Quran or you beautify the Quran, you keep it in a nice cover. And while you're putting it up, some people are, you know, just nice. They don't care about putting it on the floor or uh, na'udhu billah, you know, walking over or na'udhu billah, all the different types of desecration. We don't want to, you want to repeat. So, where's the Dalil for that? So, this is the Dalil. If anybody asks you, what's the Dalil for respecting the Quran or respecting the masjid? or showing reverence to any symbol of the deen, this is the evidence right here 22-32. al Hajj, Ayah 32 because is the Quran a symbol of is the Mus'haf? Uh, the symbol of the deen? Absolutely. So showing respect to it you them, showing respect to their prescribed rituals is a sign of taqwa and showing disrespect to it is a sign of not having taqwa. So I have ta- taqwa, Alhamdulillah, I, Allah guaranteed me taqwa, so I'm respecting it. If you don't want taqwa, you don't want to respect it, that's your choice. But how in the world are you saying this is a bid'ah? It's not a bid'ah. Right? <laughs> so the signs of the disrespect of the Quran are so bad, so bad of some of these people who are, uh, you know, one, uh, um, uh, subhanAllah, our, one of our teachers, Shaykh may Allah enlighten his filled with Nur, Rahimahullah, Rahmatan Wasi'ah. He was saying that he was in the haram, he saw it himself. This is so bad, uh, I couldn't even make this up. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, right. So, uh, because uh, those are the enemies, Islamophobes, Christian evangelicals, or liberals in Europe or other places, they say, Quran, let's burn a Qur'an day. I, don't, I understand that, of course, because they disbelieve. But the so-called believer, in by the Kaaba, you know, there was a big mushaf, he said, big one, those big ones that... Um, uh, for uh, that, they are printed for those who may have difficulty in the eyesight. So he was sitting and he was supporting it with the soles of his feet. And he said, <laughs> You're holding up the Quran with instead of a Rahal or something, you're holding it up with your feet. So, so he said, uh, uh, I swear by God, I just washed my feet, they're clean. Right. So, so, would you take your uh, soles of your feet and put it on the cheeks of your mother? Maybe this guy Khabis, would do that. So you don't, know, you don't really debate with such people. Right? Because if they're coming with such nonsense, then you just. Yeah. And get out of this. There. There's a salam of tahiyya, welcoming salam. There's salam al wada, goodbye salam. Which one is this? Goodbye, right? Not to begin the conversation, to end the conversation. Because if, sometimes if they say nonsense, you just have to change the direction of the discussion. You can't even continue to engage. Do you see the namrood who was fighting with Ibrahim A.S.? So Ibrahim A.S. said My Rabb is the one who gives life and death He said no I give life and death So he, he brought a person uh, Who was, was alive and he killed him And then he brought a person who was condemned to die And he said you're free So he said see the one who was alive, uh, killed him, the one who was dead, I uh, brought him back to life. So, you can stop him there and say, what are you talking about? Bring me a dead body from the graveyard and bring him to life. This guy is alive, yeah, he was condemned to die, he's not dead. And you're saying you'll set him free, you, got, you gave a life to a dead person by setting him free. So is that correct what he said? It's incorrect. So Ibrahim should have caught him, right? But he didn't catch him. He just let it slide. Why he let it slide? Because it's a waste of time. So he switched the ch- channel topic and he said, Okay, you know what? All right, fine. It's not fine. It's completely wrong what he said, but he said, Fine. My Allah brings us sun rising from the east. How about you make it rise from the west? So the disbeliever was speechless. So these people, you know, you don't even argue with them. Like Ibrahim islam didn't even continue that argument. Hey man, what are you talking about? This one is condemned to die, he's not dead. He just let it go. So this is the condition of people. So you should say, look, this is fa min taqwa This is a sign of taqwa to show respect to the symbols of Allah. And the Quran is a symbol of the deen. So that is why we respect it there's not a shirk, there's not a bidah. of course the reason we're respecting the Quran is because of the kalam of Allah wahdahu la sharika alright uh, okay lakum fiyya manafi'u ila ajal musamman these animals that you're carrying with you for uh, slaughter you can benefit from it right ila ajal musamman until the time of their slaughter then their due place of sacrifice is toward the ancient house of the Kaaba. So we are going to be sacrificing our animals here in America or different places throughout the world because we are not in Hajj. But those who are in Hajj, they have a dham that they, that's call when they are in Tamatur, they sacrifice an animal. They must. And when they're in Quran, they must. If they're doing Hajj and Umrah together. If they're just doing Ifrad only Hajj, then they do not have to sacrifice an animal. But that animal that they're sacrificing must be within the presence of the haram. That's what it says here. Um, An animal that you keep in your home for sacrifice, you can benefit from it. Meaning, you can take the milk of it and you can um, shear the wool and take the wool. Uh, obviously you're not going to eat the, the meat before the sacrifice day after the sacrifice day you can, however if it's a hadith, hadith means an animal that the pilgrims and the caravans would be taking with them to the haram, to sacrifice, if they dedicated this animal is for my hajj uh, qurbani, then they would not be able to ride it they would not be able to benefit from it, but otherwise you're permitted to do so, moving forward Allah Ta'ala says وَلِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ جَعَلْنَا mansakan." for every faith community every ummah we have made in the past mansakan sacred rites mansakan manasik are sacred rites qul in salati wa nusuki wa mahiyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil all the rites i perform my living and my dying all of them lillah they belong to allah ta'ala lillahi rabbil the lord of the worlds la sharikalah. he has absolutely no partner and been commanded the first one to submit to Allah so nusuk means sacred rites we have appointed for each one sacred rites meaning all the nations in the past they had different ibadat fasting has been prescribed upon you like it has been prescribed upon people prior to you salah was there som was there uh, hajj was there different ibadat were there uh, the, diff, uh, the juristic uh, masai and the fiqh of it may have changed over time as there were some changes in that but the general ibadah was always there uh, Allah Ta'ala has perform, um, ordained different forms of ibadat and rituals ummah for every ummah and particularly there were different forms of sacrifice too لِيَذْكُرُوا so that they mention the name of Allah Ta'ala ma ما min من al-anam, over the grazing beast that they sacrifice as charitable offerings I'm not sure if Mujahidin covered about like all this um, the liberal um, plant-based vegetarian did you talk about that last time? the vegan Qurbanis? oh you didn't talk about it? SubhanAllah, okay so, uh, so uh, this is a uh, part of our deen now if a person he doesn't like uh, meat like he just he just doesn't enjoy the taste that's fine you know nothing wrong with that like you must eat meat but he should not regard it as makruh, or he should not regard it as haram or he should not think that the teachings of the deen are are, are na'ud cruel this is one interesting uh, subtle way of attack of shaitan um, like um, Saturday the Yehud would fast so after they became Muslims it was, it was, it was declared makruh to fast only on Saturday or they would not eat certain parts of the camel so Abdullah bin Salam was not only a Yehudi he was a rabbi radiyallahu but after he accepted Islam he would, he would just avoid those things from the camel so Nabi sallallahu Alaihi asked him why are you avoiding it he said you know it used to be haram for me now it's halal it didn't, if, the, if the haram became farad I would do it is it farad to eat this part of the camel no it's just permissible and I don't want to but he said if you are avoiding it because it used to be haram and you're still respecting the previous sharia that itself is wrong So, like, um, subhanallah, when it is a time for fasting, it's haram to eat, right, in Ramadan? And when it's the time for iftar in the night, it's not for us to eat. Is it for us to eat continually fast during the day and continually feast from Maghrib till dawn? Is that the case? No, you can take a break and not be eating, consuming or drinking something. Hopefully most of the time you're not, just here and there you are eating so what happens like when the iftar time happens adhan is called is it farad to eat right away? no so if a person is engaged in something and the iftar time goes and he delays his iftar why is it makru then? the reason it's makru to delay the iftar like what's my crime I know it's permissible to eat it's not farad to eat yeah but it's still makruh. why is it makru? because this goes contrary to the uh, uh, manifesting one's submission to Allah because if a person is busy in surgery or a person is busy as a surgeon I'm talking about, right? not the, the one who is the patient uh, uh, and if a, or if a person is uh, busy uh, in some other work studying uh, and, or maybe he's a student taking an exam, if the iftar time comes and he, and he says I'll, I'll eat later, this gives the impression that he was avoiding eating and drinking because he was busy but as soon as the iftar time comes in, even if he prays in Maghrib after 20 minutes but if he takes a sip of water and he eats a date, what is he showing? This is called ilharu Manifesting 100% submission to Allah. That is physically, he is demonstrating that I was not eating only because of your command, not because I was busy. And I will eat and drink now because it is your command that you have permitted it. To show that my abstaining was not because of any other purpose, but only because of your command. Subhanallah. so these animals this is this particular qurbanian sacrifice uh, it is a command we cannot say avoid it and say that oh you know I don't I don't like meat fine you don't like meat that's fine but the sacrifice is an obligation and then it's both the amal and the niyyah right if somebody says that you know uh, I just do the sacrifice because I enjoy barbecue I enjoy the meat and he doesn't have the niyyah for the sake of Allah Ta'ala that is rejected on the other hand, if a person says it's just my niyyah, I have a pure intention and I'm going to have a, a you know, vegan qurbani, or the amount of money it takes to sacrifice an animal, I'll take that amount of money and donate it. And you can, I'll give it to poor people. All right? And maybe they need something more than meat, they need medicines, or, or they need um, whatever physical needs they have that may be greater than meat, I will provide them. With not only equivalent money, double, triple, quadruple, ten times. Is that equivalent? No because shedding the blood and sacrificing the animal is a specific form of ibadah during the specific days of the year and giving general donations and uh, financial ibadah is throughout the year anytime including this time you can continue to do that so what we learn is that the form and the intention both are important intention of itself is not not sufficient and just a mere ritual without intention is also not sufficient Allah covers both uh, let me jump ahead since I'm talking about this. See, look here. The flesh and the blood does not reach Allah, because the mushrikeen of Makkah, the sababul nuzul and the cause of revelation is they would take the flesh of their animals, they would take the blood of their sacrificed animals, and then Naud billah they would smear it on the walls of the Kaaba. That's why it's called jahiliya. Okay, so they, they, they would take it and they would smear it, and they would say that, "Oh, this is for Allah." So Allah Taala thinks, then, then the, when the Muslims they thought, Subhanallah, we should totally soak the in, in blood. We should do it better than the mushrikun Then Allah Taala said, "No, no, no, don't do that." La Allahu. means never, never. Hmm. It's a alhumuha. Like birra. You will never never attain piety until you spend from that which you love the most. The first ayah of the fourth verse. The same The This flesh of these animals is never going to reach Allah. He doesn't need your meat. is blood Neither the blood will reach him. What's going to reach him? The taqwa and the sincerity of your heart in your heart, the intention that's going to reach Allah. Hmm. The, 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 it's not an inanimate object it's a living animal it was born, it's breathing, it has a heart, it has a brain it's an animal and you're taking its life it's not permissible to kill it without the, taking the name of Allah it's not permissible to shoot an animal for target practice, it's haram it's not permissible to shoot, kill an animal in a, in a painful manner it's a, you, you give the water to the animal, you, have, you sharpen your knife you face it towards the qibla uh, you feel the pain in your heart and you say that oh Allah this is your command particularly if you have raised it for a whole year and you're fed it and and allowed it to grow in your loving care Mm. as the original qurban used to be it's not just a you know virtual transfer of funds from your account to some offshore account Allah what's going on there right? so uh, 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 so, um, subhanallah so that's how it used to be it has gone from raising an animal from birth and feeding it and grooming it and combing its hair every day and as it grows and you play with it and your children play with it and then you sacrifice in eat Eid day all the way to a few clicks on the computer right subhanallah hunting hunting, hunting? Hunt, hunting, hunting is permissible uh, if you're going to say with a certain conditions for that Bismillah right? Allah Akbar when you shoot the an arrow and then after that you immediately if you come upon it and it's still alive and kicking you immediately slaughter it yeah with the intention to eat you don't just uh, hunt and then you let it rot if you're going to hunt and let it rot that's haram like Buffalo Bill Cody right? would come and thousands and thousands of bison in American Buffalo in in American plains right here in the Midwest so what did they do? they used to shoot the animals and leave thousands of carcasses to rot and American Indians, Native Indians they were following this particular sunnah they had a lot of other shirk going on and the spirits used to worship paganistic religions but uh, they were very cognizant of the Environment and they would only sacrifice or kill enough animals that they needed, and then they would and then they would use the fur, I mean, and the coats for their teepee tents and everything. You know, we st- went to school in America, so we studied the American history, all these things. Yeah. But what about shooting the animal before you slaughter? Yeah, shooting the animal before you slaughter it is uh, is, is is it's it's very 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 makruh if it's a domesticated animal. If it's a an animal, see, domesticated animal is there with you. So you, you don't need to shoot it. The only reason it's permissible for a hunted animal is because uh, if you say, you know, come here little deer, it's not going to come. What it sees you, what it's going to do? So run the opposite direction, right? So, so, so that's why it's called Zabah Ikhtiyari and Zabah Ihtirari in Fiqh, right? So Zabah Ikhtirari is when you see uh, there's a hunted animal, the only way you're going to get to it is through, uh, from distance, you have some projectile, an arrow or gun or a bullet. Domesticated animal, you know, is, uh, is like the sheep and the goat and the chicken, you don't shoot it, the cow, you don't shoot it. Yeah, so doing it is wrong. If the animal dies from the shooting, then it's haram. And if it's still alive and you slaughter it while it's still kicking, it technically is zabiha, but the action of shooting it is very, very, very major sin. Uh, yeah. to my father one time we went to a goat I remember I'm not sure if he remembers and then the, we were struggling to hold the goat I remember the, the farmer he said oh man you guys are making it so difficult if, if I, I, wish, I, I remember exactly he said I would shoot a .22 bullet to his brain .22 he said like he identified the caliber of the bullet <laughs> he said I would just shoot it and then you know then I would worry about slaughtering why are you guys Making your life difficult, it's thrashing, is kicking, and you're holding it down. This was in pure so we'll meet pure tone. Okay. See, the the flesh and the blood will not reach Allah, but the taqwa in your heart will. So what it means, Allah Taala is looking at your intentions. But is then if somebody says, oh, you know, I just want the taqwa only. So with a lot of taqwa and sincerity, I'm going to what? send donations, I find out the cost of a goat times a thousand. So it's three hundred dollars a goat I'll give three hundred thousand dollars in charity, it doesn't make a difference it's not going to uh, remove the obligation of the qurbani, it's still wajib. So you need the form and the intention, zahir and batin, both كذلك لَكُمْ Allah has subjugated these animals for you think about it he's honoring you you know wh- why you have a right to take someone's life not only take his life subhanallah when it's alive you're riding on it you're taking its fur you're taking its milk consuming it consuming it benefiting it, slaughtering it killing it and eating it he has subjugated it for you so Allah has given you this honor Inna dunya this whole dunya has been created for you what have you been created for wa lil you've been created for the akhirah. Right. So Allah Ta'ala, is, that, this sakhara is this a familiar word? Where do we recite this? Subhanallah <laughs> sakhara lana Subhanallah right. sakhara lana So this is um, all praise and thanks to Allah that when we ride an animal we say, uh, we used to ride the animal, now we ride the conveyance we say Allah has subjugated this for us <laughs> So there's a rider and, a, and the rider, uh, uh, there's a raqib, the one who's riding and there's a conveyance By default, logically The one that is being rided upon, the conveyance, is bigger and stronger than the one who is riding him. Has to be. So, can you ride on the back of a a rabbit, squirrel, mouse? No. Why? Because you're bigger and smaller. Just like when the kids in the maktab, you know, they say, Oh my God, it's a fly, it's a, a spider. What do we tell as a teacher? I mean, I used to tell the kids, Look, hey, are you bigger or the spider? So, should the spider be scared of you, or you should be scared of spider, Berta? Huh? Right? Okay? So, why are you so f- you? All right. scared? Relax. Then I would pick up the spider back when I had time teaching maktab in the old days. Then I'd say, look, see the spider? You're so scared. Okay, let me put it here. <laughs> put it on your head. Oh my God, up, is going down. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm bigger. This is called haqqul <laughs> yaqeen. Right? So, so, I mean, the kids over here, they're not exposed to anything so scared I'm scared of a little baby spider come on right so the, the thing is so so lakum Allah has subjugated meaning you're bigger by default so you what are you riding you're riding a horse you're riding a camel you're riding an elephant you're riding right so you're the, you're smaller and that animal is bigger that's why it's carrying you so if it's bigger why doesn't it trample over you why is it listening to you it doesn't need to listen to you Subhanallah right? You, you've heard me talk about the National Geographic magazine cover When I read this ayah I said it so many times But different crowd every time is, uh, uh, that When I read this ayah It reminds me uh, of a cover of National Geographic magazine uh, of, of a picture of an elephant in the, in the jungle Big elephant It wasn't an African elephant which is bigger It was an Indian elephant In, in the jungle of Burma and then there was a little uh, maybe 5-6 year old, younger than MashaAllah Hafsah's son, this little boy uh, he was uh, actually like half naked, just had a little something wrapped around his loins, his waist and bare chested, and bare head, and bare arms, and bare feet Bunayya Adam, little child of Adam, human being what is he doing? he's walking and in his hand is a rope and who's trailing behind him? subjugated, obedient, which one? elephant Little baby is boy, four or five year old is leading the big elephant. The big elephant, he can take his one foot and just squash that human being, but he's not doing so. Subhanallah, ladhi sakkharah lalaha adha. lakum. Now Allah has subjugated the, the engines and, the, and, and subjugated the air, and flying in the air. So now move from animals to us. Nowadays, what do we have? We have so we are subjugated the water, subjugated the air, subjugated all of these things for us and we are traversing through them. <laughs> <speaking in Hebrew> so that you can extol Allah. extol Allah means that we are say the greatness of Allah. Allah akbar Allah ila After every salah in tomorrow morning. Bring it back, where are we? Oh my god, tomorrow's eid. We only think about Eid al-Fitr, when you have the whole Ramadan, and you're waiting, waiting, All the big people become like young kids, right? But Eid al-Adha, weekday, middle of the week, it's not really hitting home, huh? No, it's supposed to, right? لِتُكَبِّرُ mm. So you say, Allahu Akbar, Allah Akbar, La Ilaha Illallah, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Thanking Allah that He has given you Hidayah. So our Eids are linked with our ibadah. Eid al-Fitr is linked with Ramadan. Eid al-Adha is linked with Hajj. Uh, and and you give the bashara to the Muhsinin, to the righteous ones. So, this is talking about the internal dimension, and the sacrifice is talking about the external dimension. We have a few, we, okay, we're going to wrap it up before, with the dua before Maghrib, insha'Allah. So, and everyone knows there is also, alhamdulillah, dinner and iftar provided me allah reward batisa in this is his his sunnah that he always on the day of Arafah he donates food generously may allah reward him make dua for him inshaAllah. we will be shortly together as well uh so over here allah ta'ala says ummah every ummah had som every ummah had hajj every ummah had qurbani fa ilahukum ilahun wahid the past ummah and this ummah do they have different gods one god fa ilahukum ilahun wahid all of you had the same allah that's why the Prophet gave an interesting tajbih you know the brothers they are shaqiq. Shaqiq means father and mother is the same alati and akhyafi alati means same father different mothers and akhyafi means same mother different fathers so he said all the anbiya we are like alati brothers meaning alati brother means that there is one father and he has different wives one died in the next or he had two three wives four wives and then those children they are half brothers so it's like that. Meaning, what does he mean by this tashbih? Is that our tawheed and core aqaid are the same. But then there is some difference as well. Differences in the minor fiqi masail. So their fast was a bit different from ours, their salah was a bit different from ours, their hajj was different from ours. But they also had these commands. فَإِلَاهُكُمْ aslimu wa bashiril Give glad tidings to those who humble themselves. Mm. See, this is muqbitin, and over there was bashiril muhsinin. Muqbitin is the one who is humble, and muhsinin is the one who does good deeds. Both of them, Allah is giving glad tidings. Moving forward, aladina idadukir Allah. Who are these people? When Allah is mentioned, wajilat qulubuhum. Their hearts are trembling, not trembling out of fear of an enemy, but trembling out of awe of how sublime Allah is, how powerful Allah is. From the ru'b of Allah. From the grandeur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. الله, when Allah is mentioned, قلوبهم, their hearts tremble. Did I disobey Allah? Will I lose the favor of Allah? Will I lose the love of Allah? Is Allah displeased with me? Allah is granting me so many blessings. How disobedient I am to Him. This is what is cr- crossing their mind. Are they worried that Allah is going to do dhulm? Is Allah a tyrant? Allah is a oppressor? Absolutely not right so this is defining wajilat qulubuhum their hearts are trembling out of awe of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wajilat qulubuhum wasabirin ala asabahum and they are patient with whatever afflicts them wasabidina they are patient ala ma whatever afflicts them wal muqimi salah they duly establish the prayer and they spend from that which we have provided them Whenever Allah Ta'ala speaks about spending He always says from that which He has given you hey, I, We gave it to you and we're just asking a little bit back Why? If you give us back then we'll give you even more Allah is saying So these are the people worthy of glad tidings When Allah is mentioned Their hearts tremble May Allah make us among those Our hearts tremble when He's mentioned And then Allah Ta'ala says Buddhana, These animals uh, we have made them Allah from among the symbols of the deen lakum fiyakhir, there is good for you in this fathkur take the name of Allah, say bismillah Allahu akbar, allahuma minka wa ilayk allahuma minka wa ilayk, from you and towards you sawaf, this comes from saf safu sufufakum, safu means lines, so when they are standing in ranks for sacrifice so these animals are lined up, which ones are standing the goat and the sheep, they would be laid down, and the camels would be standing. The goat and the sheep, the, uh, the, it's called dhabah, The way they are slaughtered, uh, right? The horizontal cut with uh, uh, preferably four vessels: the two blood vessels and the trachea and the esophagus. Hulqum in ta'am majrata'a, nafas, Food pipe, air pipe. These four are severed. But then you have the nahar as well. What's the nahar? rabbika? ونحر. Nahar is for the camels, this is what Allah is talking about, sawaf, standing. So the camels would be standing, they wouldn't put them down on the ground and then they would tie one foreleg, leg, the front one they would uh, bend it at the knee and tie it, so it's standing on three makes it easier for it to fall rather than if it's standing on all four, so it's standing on three it's still able to stand and then they would take a spear and, and then go in the neck and, and go down and that's how they would severe it uh, uh, The heart And then the blood would gush out Then what would happen Then they would collapse on their flanks they would, The camel falls down You can eat from it yourselves And you can feed The different types of poor people are mentioned here Qani'a is the one that he's sitting there If someone gives him he'll take it Otherwise he will remain quiet Mu'atar is the one who is going around asking Both of them the reason I mention is that you don't say oh you know I'm gonna only give the, the poor person who's quiet Qani'ah but rather even if he's asking doesn't mean he's disqualified because he's asking if you, you can still give it to him if someone thinks that I'm being you know more selective I'm only giving the one who is needy and quiet because he's he's better guy he's more pious uh, that's not the case you, can, you must give both even if he's asking that's why Allah Ta'ala wanted to highlight the mu'atar and to balance it he added the Qani'ah too give both this is how we subjugated the animals to you so you may be grateful the word Sakharna comes again here so so Subhanallah these animals are falling down in the, in the name of Allah is taken you can eat from it and feed eat and feed both Allah Ta'ala has made permissible uh, and then as we said, this was the ayah that I had jumped to earlier. The meat and the flesh is not reaching Allah, but rather the taqwa is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, In Allah, la yanzuru ila suwarikum amwalikum. Your external conditions, your money, Allah doesn't care. Wa yanzuru ila qulubikum wa niyatikum. Rather, you're looking at your hearts and your niyat. So that is what is going to give the soul to the amal, the ruh of the amal. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ikhlas. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the reality. The time for Maghrib is coming. We should make dua, inshaAllah. Uh, just again, one reminder that today, of course, is the day of Arafah. A very blessed day. Most blessed day in the year. And just like Lil al-Qadr is the most blessed night of the year. And our, inshaAllah, our ibadat will be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We make dua all the hujjaj. Those who are in hajj, Allah ta'ala accepts their hajj. And uh, include us in their duas. And subhanAllah, um, tomorrow, of course, is the day of Eid, so we should um, th- uh, say the takbirs in the morning on the way. Uh, the, the Eid is very early here, try to come for fajr if you're praying here or the second session. General etiquette: come from one way, go the other way. Wear the best clothing a person has. It does not have to be new clothing. عنده, wear the best that he has. It doesn't say it must be new. In fact, it means best of what you already have. Um, apply ether, guard the gazes, <coughs> inshallah. One uh, question. Yeah. Regarding what you just said, you have to slaughter. uh Yeah, the farad the farad qurbani for the haji is when he does the hajj and umrah together. The three types of hajj: ifrad, tamattu, qiran. The fiqh of that is longer discussion. Yeah, but we can talk about it offline. If your person is just doing hajj ifrad without the niyat of umrah with it, then there is not a farad qurbani. He doesn't have to sacrifice an animal because that's why it's called shukr the sacrifice of shukr, shukr that you've performed two ibadat in one journey. But if he just does hajj without umrah, then it's not farad and if he's a musafir then the normal qurbani doesn't apply either so the hujaj they don't do the normal qurbani we're doing they're doing the hajj one, because the normal qurbani that we're doing tomorrow is only wajib because we are muqeem if you were a traveler it wouldn't have been wajib and the hujaj are travelers the don't pray eid also the hujaj don't pray eid right. they do rami so slaughtering Halak of the hair and tawaf, four amalan, tenth, they don't do eight, so otherwise it's the most busy day, <laughs> inshallah, there's a lot of fiqh there, we can talk about later, inshallah, let us turn our hearts towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let us cry in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of us, we have needs, all of us have anxieties, all of us have different worries, if someone here doesn't have a worry or anxiety, or impre- then he can get up and leave, you know, I don't think anyone's going to get up and leave on that announcement, if you have to go Go to the bathroom, you get up and leave, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but uh, who who here does not have an issue? All of us have different issues in our lives. And that is why we are all begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we all have issues. We all have, uh, and where else can we go? We cannot go anywhere besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's court. So the time for iftar is very near. We will make a dua and then time for you. To, uh, I will not extend it all the way to Adhan, inshallah. That's my plan. Uh, I'll, I will leave some silent time for everyone to make their own duas. Everyone should make their own dua. This is just like a jumpstart us and then we continue making our own duas. The reality, the actual dua is the individual dua. Right? This, is, this is just to help us. Actual dua is what? Individuals. So when the silent time comes in, don't fall asleep. Right? You could have been sleeping until now, now you wake up. Inshallah. Sula Rahim Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Hirobil Alameen. Allah, who must Ali Allah, Sayyidina Mohammed in Wa'ala, Ali Sayyidina Mohammed in Wabari Kwaselim. Allah, who must Ali Allah, Mohammed in Wa'ala, Ali Mohammed in Wabari Kwaselim. Allah, who Sayyidina Mohammed in Salatan, Tunajina, Beham in Jemiah, and Ahwani will effort. وتقضين لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتبلغنا بها اقصى الغايات وترفعنا بها عندك على الدرجات وتبلغنا بها اقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياه وبعد الممات انك على كل شيء قدير اللهم <سؤال> اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الاحياء منهم والاموات انك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان we رب العرش العظيم والحمد لله رب العالمين. نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم لا تدع لنا في مقامنا هذا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا همّا إلا فرجته ولا كربا إلا نفسته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا ولنا فيها صلاح هي لك رضا ولنا فيها صلاح إلا أعنتنا على قضائها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا أول الأولين يا راحم المساكين اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام حينا ربنا بالسلام وأدخلنا دار السلام تبارك ربنا وتعاليت يا الجلال والإكرام ربنا لا تزن قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من دونك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن سينا أو اخطنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرًا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا am ما لا only لنا به، واعفو عنا، واعفو عنا، واعفو عنا، واوفر لَنَا. واغفر لنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا 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 انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين ربنا افرغ علينا صبرا وثبت اقدامنا وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا رب جعل لي مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب رب اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب رب اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم إنا نسألك الم guidance وتقا والعفاف والغنى اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا O oh, Allah, accept all the brothers and sisters here yeah, and those listening online throughout the world, Ya yeah, Rabbul Alameen. O oh, Allah, forgive all our sins, shower your mercy upon us, Ya yeah, Rabbul Alameen. O oh, Allah, on this day of Arafa, on this blessed day, O oh, Allah, accept all the Hajjahs, Ya yeah, Rabbul Alameen. O oh, Allah, accept all the du'as of those who have come to your house, Ya yeah, Rabbul Alameen. O oh, Allah, include all of us in their du'as, Ya yeah, Rabbul Alameen. O oh, Allah, oh, Allah, all of us have anxieties, worries, uh, O oh, Allah, in ca- different calamities in our lives, O Allah, O Allah, you're the one who is fully aware of all our conditions, solve all our problems, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, solve all of our problems, remove all our difficulties, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O oh Allah, there is so much stress in today's uh, lives, in today's world, in today's existence. O oh Allah, remove all the stress from our lives, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Grant us lives of happiness and contentment, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O oh Allah, grant us the halawa and sweetness of iman, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Allow us to understand that a true success in all phases of our life, in this, in this dunya, in the qabar, hashari, akhirah lies in submitting to your will and following the sunnah of your beloved Rasul, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Allah, give the reality of Iman, reality of Islam, reality of Ikhlas, reality of all the Sifat al-Hamida and all the beautiful traits and remove all of the, O Allah, sicknesses from our heart, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, those that are sick, grant them shifa, those that are in lawsuits, grant them relief from that. Those that are under any form of dhulm and oppression, O Allah, relieve them from the dhulm and oppression, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, O Allah, all the strife within the families, between the parents and the children, between, O Allah, siblings, between spouses, remove them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Grant love and harmony in the families, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Grant mutual love and respect and understanding standing, Ya Rabbul alamin O Allah, grant us peace in our homes, peace in our work, peace in our country, peace in the world, Ya Rabbul alamin O Allah, grant us peace in our hearts, Ya Rabbul alamin O Allah, become pleased with us, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Allow us to lead our life as upright Muslims and die as mu'mins and resurrect us with righteous ones, Ya Rabbul alamin O Allah, O oh, Allah, allow us to lead a life submitting to your will, and O oh, Allah, when the time of death comes, and your angels of mercy to take our soul, Ya Rabbul alamin Protect us from the angels of athab, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Allow the last words in our earthly existence to be ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wa Oh Allah, allow us to die with a kalima on our lips, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah, do not allow us to become a burden upon others, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, allow us to see till we die. Do not allow us to become blind, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allow us to hear till we die. Do not allow us to become deaf, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allow us to, oh Allah, relieve ourselves and clean ourselves till we die without becoming dependent on anyone, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, allow us to remain physically strong until we die, Ya Al Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah. O Allah, most importantly, allow us to retain our mind and intellect, Ya Al Alameen. Protect us from Alzheimer's and dementia, Ya Al Alameen. O Allah, O Allah, O Allah, keep us physically strong till our last moment, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O Allah, O Allah, O Allah, in the Qabar, open the gardens of, O Allah, the windows of Jannah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allow the breeze of Jannah to enter a grave, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Make it easy for us to answer the question, Munkir and Nakir, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O Allah, on the day of Hashir, grant us book of deeds in our right hand, Ya Al Alameen. Grant us shade under the arsh, Ya Rabbil Grant us the drink from the hands of a holy ya Rabbil Alameen. from the hands of Rasulullah Allah Allah's Allah's allah to cross the Sirat with the speed of lightning Allah allow us to enter Jannah firdaus Al-A'la in the company of Nabi and Siddiqin shahada and salihin without reckoning ya Rabbil Alameen O oh Allah those Muslims throughout the world that are suffering grant them relief from the suffering grant them sabre jameel ya Rabbil Alameen O oh Allah preserve our iman the iman of our children and prodigy in this country ya Rabbil O oh Allah protect Masjid Darussalam and Madrasa Darussalam and all the masajid madaris and all the efforts of Deen, all our Muslim homes and businesses and places of worship in the haram. Sharifain and Masjid Al-Aqsa. Oh Allah, protect all of them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh, oh Allah, Allah, allow us to do the effort of deen till our last moment, Ya al Alameen. Oh, oh Allah, a few minutes, oh Allah, the brothers and sisters will be making their own du'as, accept all the du'as that they are making, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, allow us to soften our hearts and cry in front of you, Ya al Alameen. Oh Allah, beloved brother and uncle, Berti who sponsored the dinner for all of the fasting people here in the Masjid, oh Allah, reward him, Ya al Alameen. Reward all our patrons and supporters and donors, those that are known, those unknown, Ya al Alameen. Oh Allah, whatever needs they have fulfilled them, those that have passed away, fill their grace with the nur, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O oh Allah, reward all our teachers and staff here, Ya Rabbil, Alameen, all our volunteers and musallis, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Keep us all connected to your house, and from your house connected to you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yusifun, wa salamun al muslim, alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, ya Allah, alhamdulillah. Let's continue engaging engage in duaat Allah, inshallah.